0: Firefly Willows L-I-V-E presents From Beyond, featuring your hosts, Mother-Daughter Psychic Mediums, Nadia Shapiro, and Dr. Barbara Williams.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to From Beyond. I am Nadia Shapiro.
2: And I'm Barbara Williams.
1: Today's topic, we are going to talk about healing and how it works and all of the wonderful, well, we'll say most of the wonderful modalities that are out there in the world. Um, We both recognize ourselves as healers, and um, one of the modalities that I use quite often is a modality called pranic healing. And um, you want to get into kind of how healing works and and how energy works and the aura and everything? Um, Go ahead.
2: Okay, well, I was gonna actually um, start talking about one of the first traditional healing uh, or nursing, Western medicine. Um, I had just become a nurse, and it was the early 1970s. And, um, you know, there have always been hospitals and all that, and I have always been uh, fairly active in a couple of Japanese martial arts. So I was always interested in, you know, there were alternatives. Uh, types of healing because they didn't use the traditional forms of healing, and the earliest form I can remember was something called therapeutic touch, and it was interesting because this was in the early 1970s, and apparently this is when it first happened, and uh, the inventors of the system... It was invented by a nurse and a holistic practitioner, which if anybody remembers in the 1970s, this was a pretty new field. And it was Dolores Krieger. And it was the first type of energy medicine that I had been exposed to in a practical method. And it was basically the laying on hands, but you really didn't touch anybody. You just basically were over the body and directed energy down through the body and healing and feeling um, different energy blocks and systems. And um, and it was funny because when I first started using this, even though it was taught in uh, a nursing school, it was forbidden to use this in a hospital. And I remember working with a, a young gentleman at the time, and they threatened to fire him if they caught him using this system. And it was funny because, you know, I, I looked at him and I said, well, you know, why are you making a big show of it? I mean, if you really want to heal, just do it. You know, it's not bells and whistles. If you have a system of energy healing, just do it. So, and that was called therapeutic touch. And, you know, it's interesting when, um, you know, you came up to camp one year, you know, you did a series of exercises before uh, and after meditating. And those series of exercises that you did were something that I learned in Aikido. Because that was something that we did before we ever practiced. It was our warm-up exercises. And it never dawned on me that that was mobilization of energy or ki. I found that very fascinating. Do you remember that when you came up to camp?
1: Yeah, I do remember that. And those exercises go from the top to the bottom chakras. And, um, you, you know, you open them up, get them ready to, um, receive and send out energy. I just thought that was the
2: coolest thing because I grew up using those, you know, in a martial art and never really separated it as, as, you know, that type of practice, um, you know, and I learned another practice called dough in which is kind of a self-massage, which incorporates a lot of those same exercises, but they go along the meridian point, stretching and, um, you know, pressing on acupressure areas. Again, you know, I do primary healing now, but I went through a lot of phases doing, you know, reiki, uh, emotional freedom tapping, um, you know, another system that I learned recently was, you know, from the body talk principles and working with cortices. Um, I find um, chronic healing to be one of the most effective systems that I've tried to date, I have to say. You know, out of a lot of the different types and modalities, and I'm I, I will always and forever learn different types. I find it really fascinating to, you know, approach that and learn all the other different modalities there are, other than a more traditional system of Western medicine that we know does not heal. What it does is it covers up and it covers symptoms, but it does not heal. And, you know, the other systems that I've learned genuinely heal. You know, uh, and, and I do include, you know, homeopathy and herbs, in that system in the more holistic medicines. Uh, I was able to go halfway through for my naturopathic medicine certificate before the school closed. But you know, and that taught me more about the herbs and the homeopathy. But you know, and I like to incorporate and keep an open mind on, you know, all of the above. I find it very vital and very uh, coincides with my view on health, which is that our body is always trying to achieve health. And things that interfere with that or disconnects or disease, whatever you choose to call that, you know, we need to really integrate the body's process on continually, you know, moving toward healthy optimal levels. And stressors are a big one, especially nowadays all the stressors that we get from the environment and many different arenas. And I find that, you know, a lot of these modalities work with that and work very well. And many of them, you don't really need um, someone to buy into or a belief system, but it certainly does help because a healthy mind, it coincides with a healthy body as well.
1: Right. Now just to um, brush up, uh, brush and and inform our um, audience on what pranic healing is, it really goes off the principle of the body is super smart. It has the ability to heal itself and regenerate itself and what pranic healing does is it tries to provide that environment so the body can heal itself. And they focus, uh, we focus about 80 or 90% cleansing of the aura or a modality like that is 100% 100% energizing and so we re- rem- remove and dispose of the dirty energy so the chakras um, and the aura can heal itself and then in turn the physical body can heal itself and um, I-, I do agree I-, um, I never knew I was a healer until I took a pranic healing class and the results that I was getting what, they were amazing like, I never thought in a million years that that was going to be something I was good at. It was always your thing. I, I, you know, I had intuition. I had, you know, I just never saw myself as a healer ever. And, um, lo and behold, you know, I've just had some amazing results with people and, and I probably would consider myself, um, you know, more of a healer than I am, you know, um, a reader and intuitive just because it, it comes trolling along with, other things that I've picked up and, and I have been able to incorporate and it's just really an amazing modality I really learned about the chakras in an intimate way It's definitely very different than um, what is taught nowadays um, which I guess you would call the traditional chakra system which that doesn't really make sense because I think the system that we know is more was more of the traditional system a long time ago and uh, pranic healing was um, brought to um, form by the modern-day uh, founder, uh, Master Choa, who, is, who has passed away a few years ago. Um, and, and, and you would probably notice there are several modalities that are incorporated into pranic healing, but they just have a, a magnificent way of really um, treating symptoms and they're all recipe-driven. You literally open up the recipe for whatever is going on, whatever the ailment is, and you just work on the recipe. Um, and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to remember anything. You just follow the recipe, and it works really well. And they've, and they have, you know, uh, great information on uh, crystal and crystal healing, uh, emotional and mental healing as well as physical. It's just a, a phenomenal modality and um, really as you get farther into pranic healing what they teach the students to do is how to store energy in your body so you can perform um, greater healings whereas um, you know thousands of years ago a lot of the techniques used to store in the body were also used in martial arts power your chi and so you can use it for obviously many different things it's just really fascinating. As your aura grows and becomes um, stronger, you know, it gets it gets bigger and wider. And so the presence of people that are in your aura will sometimes automatically get a healing just from being inside of your aura. So it's just a matter of, you know, building up that energy really in, in you know, probably most modalities that if you were to look at clairvoyantly your auras and your chakras, the more you practice, the bigger your chakras get, the bigger your aura gets, and the the easier it is for you to store more energy and, you know, become a, a channel, a vessel for healing. And really, if you think about healing, you really have to think about yourself as being a vest channel. You're, you know, it's not you that's doing it per se, but it's you acting as... Um, the vessel for whatever you want to call it environmental energy um god energy it, you know it doesn't really matter what you call it and the great thing about product healing which i like is you know even atheists can practice the modality and be extremely successful so um yeah it's just it's you know it's just something that's very near and dear to my heart and you know i i've expanded a little bit here and there, but that's definitely the one that I continuously go back to because right. it is so thorough. Well,
2: right. on oh, modalities, and I like chronic kind of healing as well, now, as you know, um, uh, earlier modalities also based more on magnetic healing for the healer's body. Healer always has to be in optimal condition and the optimal excess energy of the healer would be transferred to the person being healed you know so it's a whole different system and you know since I've been practicing chronic healing I you know I've seen you know an expansion in my healing awareness as well and you know there's also the responsibility as a healer to keep a clean channel you know which I and you and I both know that one not you know I mean. There are certain things that we do in our life, you know, to keep
1: that channel and that vessel clear and clean. See? Right. So. You know, going. That's that's the other thing that is great about what they teach is the amount of cleansing that not only do you have to do on people but yourself. Um, I can't right. even tell you how many people, how many healers I've run into energetically dirty i probably would say like 99 percent of them are energetically dirty they um you know they may think they are they know how to energetically clean themselves but really you know it's it's just uh, it's not happening um i've had the experience i have to be very careful and as well as you do on who i allow to work on me i've had the experience of um having different healers work on me and getting extremely sick because they were so congested with, you know, other energy. And, you know, I've received physical ailments from that, but I, they, the way they teach how to uh, clean your energy, clean your aura, um, clean your surroundings is, it's just very thorough and it works very well.
2: I uh, rarely ever go, I mean, you know know how I work. I need healing. I, ask you, you know, <laughs> and I, <asked> you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's really nice to have a family member being able to do that, you know, uh, just because it's right there. And, and I do notice that many healers, uh, I look up and, you know, I go, I go in the spiritual churches and sometimes I see people that are very unwell and very uh, energetically dirty Maybe you know trying to heal someone else, or even polarity, or you know I, I work with a lot of healers in meetings, and mediums, and and they're not really aware that they are congested. You know, they have absolutely no awareness of that. So I, I just find it an interesting thing, and I always go back to that heal or heal myself. That's what I'm doing today, you know. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, and sometimes it's very difficult to work on yourself. Um, I find it extremely difficult to work on myself and as a matter of fact, times when I do work on myself are are mainly in emergency situations. Um where I need to get some relief or some comfort and then I'll start doing it. But otherwise I find it I find it a little bit difficult to work on myself. Uh that's why it's great to have somebody to um to work with and, and to help out and, and to kinda of take terms.
2: You know, I have a, a friend, Tracy, who's learned this, and she's wonderful to help, too, you know. Uh, and, and again, she does chronic healing, so I know it's clean, you know, it's a very clean system, and she keeps her energy clean as well. So, you know, and, and the principles of healing, you know, there are some people, and, you know, and I've talked about this before, and working in the medical field, um, there are some people that really, truly don't want to get well and and it's very sad because you know I've seen that. there are secondary and tertiary teams sometimes with people on you know why people don't heal, you know um, and I've seen this where and I in conditions like that is sometimes people have an investment in their ill health, and it's really sad to say because they haven't given a chance of really wonderful health to see how great they feel, and they wouldn't need people waiting on them if they truly did feel absolutely well. But they get into a pattern where they get their needs met. Like people say, oh, she's not well, or he's not well, and, you know, we have to do that, and they're just not well. So they get used to that, being that part of themselves. Have you ever come, you know, I mean, you've come across people, do not that no matter what you do, they won't
1: heal because they won't allow that to happen. Yeah, I think you actually, you witnessed that firsthand with a couple of my clients. Right. Um, and I mean, it's that's really so sad. It is. It is very <laughs> really sad and it's frustrating. Um, and what, what we're specifically talking about is the... Um, the emotional and the mental part of the aura, where a lot of times if somebody has a chronic condition and they've had it for a long time, that is the first place that you have to start. You know, there's no point in even trying to work on um, the physical aura or the physical body because uh, they've got so many patterns in the, in the emotional and mental uh, aura that it will just literally keep coming back, keep coming back to the um, physical. So it's, you know, a lot of times you have to start there, and sometimes that's, you know, it's it's extra work. It takes even longer when you're, you know, having to start kind of from far out there and working your way back to the body. And it's, and it's, it's extremely um, frustrating even as a healer because, you know, you really want to see people Doing well, and you know, I mean, you can only do what you can do. And a lot of times, people will right. welcome back in whatever it is, you know, their their ailment, their ailment. It's almost like they have a a void, you know, it's not there anymore. They they feel better, but something's wrong to them because there's something missing. Right.
2: Right. It really, it really is sad. And again, there's, you know, that's like secondary and tertiary gain. person has developed in their life to fill that void. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have a void, it's going to be filled. Right. You know, the same, you know, I mean, we've, we've experienced that in many different other situations as well. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, we have been through some very interesting things as, you know, uh, close friends and mother and daughter. So not just in healing, but, you know, in Entity Room and, and other things. But, yeah, it's, that is the most difficult thing to see and witness and experience as a healer when someone does not want to heal.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it's you've you, you got to take the, the good with the bad. Everybody is, is responsible for their own healing. Um, people, you know, more often than not don't know how to do, do it or, or how to deal with it. And, you know, it doesn't matter what modality you're using, as long as you have the intention that it's going to either work on yourself or you are going to facilitate the healing and it is going to work. But as soon as there is a hint of doubt, it actually, you know, it goes away. It's not. It doesn't exist there anymore. It's not, you know, what it would be had you had the full intention. Right. And,
2: um.
1: And... Go ahead.
2: No,
1: go ahead. Go. Uh, working, no, with a, with <laughs> working with a lot of new healers, I, I think the first thing that I, I talk about with them is their confidence in their abilities. Because if you don't lack the confidence in your ability then, you know, you, you you might not facilitate a successful healing. And it helps to kind of take yourself out of the equation and realize that, you know, you're just a vessel, you're just a channel. Right. Somehow it's going to work through you. You don't have to understand it. You really don't have to analyze it. You just have to kind of be present with the fact that you're, um, you're clearing. I like to – I've been explaining to people – I've been, I've been showing them, explaining it to them in a different manner. Don't think of yourself as a person. Think of yourself as an environment. And I love this because people really get it. And it doesn't matter if you're a healer or not. If you think of yourself as an environment, now remember, your aura reaches really, really far out this, you know beyond your body. So if you think about yourself as an environment and you are an environment of love, of healing, of power, of whatever it is, you know, you want to create yourself to be, then anybody in your vicinity will be in your environment of love or healing or whatever it is. So it's kind of, um, people seem to get it a little bit more, you know, you can, um, create a whole difference in the room just by being an environment of love or, or of healing or whatever it is. That, that's,
2: that's very good. That you know, that um that's a really good way of explaining that uh, some you know, some of the forms of mediumship, the highest form is actually healing. Mm-hmm. Because of that, that type of being, that total environment, that's a great description of that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and it kind of it takes you out of the equation. You know, you don't have to. There's nothing right. there to be confident about. There's nothing, <laughs> you know. Right. You,
2: don't, you don't take it personally, you know, because really, I mean, it's it's not personally. You know, it's not personal. You're just working with what you have and 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 moving energy. You know, releasing the blocks, getting rid of the dirty energy, and you know. <laughs>
1: And the person healing themselves, you know, right, right. And so, any any new people, new healers out there that you know think they might like to try it out or try it on, you know, the greatest form of healing, believe it or not, is not only you know being in an environment, but using your words. Um, your words have so much power, and just by you speaking healing over somebody or yourself. Um, and really being, you know, confident behind those words, you you can do so much just with that alone without needing to learn a modality. Um, You know, you you can, you know, there's many different books you can read, you can take classes, there's many different ways to approach it. But if you know, if you're interested in it, and you think that you might like to try it, you definitely should. Uh, You know, there's there's so much information on the internet. I mean, there's a lot out there and, it, you know, there is no right or wrong modality. It's just get out there and try it. And you, once you open up, you'll know where to go. You know, you'll find the right place to be. You'll find the right teacher. And you know what? Sometimes you might not find the right physical teacher. You might have a different type of a teacher, which I experienced myself, but um, either way, you're not going to go wrong. You know, if you, want to kind of open up that foot in front of the other and try something.
2: Right, right. Staying still is not an option. Moving forward is always positive. And learning and expanding your awareness on what's out there, I think is a very, very healthy thing. And and learning all the different things and working with different people and different energies is really, really valuable. Feel what that's like. You know, we're all very different. So one, part, you know, one is not like the other. All of the nuances of each of us personally are so different and so wonderful. So it is a wonderful experience. And if you have the option and wonderful privilege of physically going to a class, I and mean, that's even, you know, more beautiful because you get to experience energy in person. After you get a little bit more advanced, you can do distance healing and distance energy work. Um, I think most modalities, many modalities now, you don't know, have that option. And that's also wonderful. But first get
1: used to what you have right there with you. A better way to start. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Actually, that that hits on a, a great point about um, long-distance healing. Uh, We're going to go on a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk more about long-distance healing and um, more about healing. It's a fascinating subject. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to From Beyond with hosts Dr. Barbara Williams and Nadia Shapiro on Firefly Willows Live find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show.
1: And we're back. I'm glad you actually brought up long distance healing because that is the greatest thing ever. Any whoever discovered that <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> you don't have to be
2: I, think it's around <laughs> forever. I know it's it, it has formally introduced <laughs> you. <know? laughs>
1: I remember when I was first learning about that. I'm like, Are you kidding me? I don't you I mean they don't have to be physically here in front of me and I've um, performed some of my best healing from people I've actually never even met. Um I, I had one of my most memorable healing was a a gentleman i never met him one of my students had actually um asked me to do a healing on him and he was on his way from arizona to california he had um eye and by the time he had he had to drive from he was driving from arizona to california by the time he drove from arizona to california the doctor looked at him and said there's Nothing wrong with your eye. And that was just, you know, it was just so amazing because th- at that point, I was actually practicing every single day. Um, I was, you know, in in Pranic in Healing, there's, um, you, as, as I mentioned, you go a little bit further into it. There's a whole practice behind it. And I was practicing a good two hours every single day, which I don't have the time to do that anymore.
2: Um, oh, how commendable.
1: Right. But um, through the practice, I was storing large amounts of chi, and that's wow. when I had experienced my shortest and most successful healing was during those times of that heavy duty practice that I was doing. And, um, and I, so how it works is you're able to call somebody's aura and all of their auric fields and their chakras to you because energy... So if you think about it, there's probably lots of things that you can do with this if you understand this principle that you, you know, you can manipulate and move energy, you just call it to you in front of you and you clean their chakras and you clean their aura as if they were standing right there. You're not really working on the physical body anyways, you're working on their aura and their chakras. So it's the same thing whether they're in front of you or they're in a different state or country.
2: It's just, I know. It's pretty amazing. when you, There's no limit.
1: There is no limit. <laughs> we you are know? limitless. <laughs> we really are. But also, that hits, hits on the point that there is no separation. We are not separate from anybody. So if you take it a little bit further, right, every single person that you're doing a healing on, you're actually doing a healing on yourself.
2: Right. What's the difference between that type of energy locality and magnetic types where the magnetic types you use up your reserves and you know the energy healings that go through you you do not lose energy if anything you gain energy because they go through you and not from you
1: yeah that's a great point as well because just shifting your mind frame on that because I've, had, I mean, I think we probably both have experiences when you're when you're doing a healing and you do lose energy, or I, at least I have. You know, I, I've lost energy and I'm I'm feeling drained afterwards because I didn't shift, and and to the point where I was, you know, channeling the energy and it's going through me and it's in recognizing it's not actually from me.
2: Really like right. right, right. I really like that thought. That resonates so much more, you know, with me because. You can go all day. You can do this all day long. You know? Um I mean but, you know, a lot of times we've done like many, many, many people, you know, uh, in a day, not and you know and you don't lose energy, you don't get tired, you don't worry about. It. Actually you're healthier afterward than when you started. <laughs>
1: I'll never forget that time we were at camp, and it was just you and I doing the healings, and didn't we have like 40 people? I mean, it was a crazy amount of people. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, all right, this is what we're going to (laughs) do. Yeah, and then, you know, you can get into group healings. Um, (laughs) actually you know I really wanted (laughs) you to talk a little bit about the modality that you have been practicing recently um, on on the Akashic Records Um, it just sounds so Uh, fascinating and I and I don't have a lot of experience with working with the Akashic Records except for um, going into meditations and and looking up a few of my own and that was probably you know many years ago but I'd love if you could talk some more about that.
2: Well, in, in when you open up someone's cashic records, you you basically have the hall of records, you know, you have um, you can read their uh, what their records are, what's in store in the past for their healing. Um, I can look at somebody from their time of birth, even before their time of birth, and go all the way through this lifetime and see family. Mom, physical nature of that person, as well as in the emotional conditions, and also the spiritual condition. So I can, you know, opening that up, I can look at every age frame, see what affected it, whether it was, you know, physical, emotional, mental, um, all the way up. Now, you also can open up their healing record, and, you know, see what, is in store for them, kind of what they have bought into to help to uh, work on uh, maybe a plan that will work better for them to heal themselves, because this is something that was, they wrote, you know, that was written down in their record long before, you know, they came here. So it literally are books and charts you can go through on a person um, to determine where, where you want to start. It tells you where they've been. I mean, it can pinpoint it finitely to, you know, three months old, four months old. Maybe they have developmental problems. They had a, a little hiccup with their intestines. You know, so you see where some roots are starting and leading through to the physical body. And that may have emotionally helped them to buy into certain conditions that they have. Because from a very early age, the you know, the parents nurtured, and maybe, you know, catered to them because of their weak digestive system. See where I'm going with this? Yeah. So it it helps you hold and pinpoint so that, you know, some of the things we've run into where someone doesn't want to heal, well, what you can go into is a deeper healing because you see the seed where it started. That's where the Akashic Record part of the healing can really help. And, you know, you can work within that to help them rewrite. Pretty interesting, you know, with regard to that. And, again, it's one of those legalities that's limited. It's unlimited. It goes on forever. You can see people before they came here in this physical existence and even in the future. You know, I tell people sometimes when I do readings for them that I won't necessarily stop at the age that they're at. 'Cause you can see a lot further than that. Pretty fascinating. You know, I'm pretty new at it and I'm still practicing but you know, what I'm experiencing is pretty pretty darn amazing and it really helps. Um, you know, especially with that healing part.
1: Well, I can't wait to experience it. Hint hint. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alrighty. Well, you'll have to come for a week at camp. Enough. We have Christine Cross coming again. Um, no, she's just amazing,
1: amazing. I'll, so I'll send, uh, I'll send my aura over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: know I, it is really amazing, but I love learning new systems. I, I don't think I will ever be too old to do that. I have always <laughs> loved that. A uh, world, a wonderful time when you know things are so open and accessible.
1: Well, you know yeah. that, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, even growing up, I remember, I remember being really sick growing up, and you know, taking me to the doctor wasn't working. And you know, even to this day, I just, I just don't believe in you know going to the traditional doctor and going through that system of, you know, medications just to, you know, cover up the symptoms that cause other problems. And I will always seek some type of alternative um, care before, you know, I have to, I, I have to go in. <laughs> it's usually <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking and screaming and, you know, I just don't right. find that it has helped me at all. And, um, you know, I, I use, um, Doctor uh, now, you know, I'll, I'll take herbs, um, you know, do energy right. medicine, pretty much anything except for <laughs> going in to the doctor. Um, I know,
2: is, I know. <laughs> it's scary, it's, huh? <laughs> it is, it
1: is. If people could just only understand that the body is just so intelligent and it can heal itself and, um, you know, and especially, you know, with diet and food, if you have the right Food going into your body, um, especially you know raising your alkalinity levels, your body can experience rapid healing sometimes even overnight. And it's just you know that's the first thing that I talk about um, when someone comes to me with something that they're dealing with in their health-wise, especially cancer-related. I you know I first thing I do is I put them on a a juice cleanse, a smoothie and juice till they get rid of it. And, um, you know, a lot, you know, people, you know, some people will, some people won't. It depends on, you know, what, what they're open to. But I remember, you know, growing up and, and you being able to heal me or just, I remember you just even putting your, your hands on my lungs and, you know, that caused, you know, my breathing to get better. I had, you know, major breathing problems growing up and um, I remember, oh, I remember you would be able to. In a way, you actually, you know, you did a form of pranic healing because I remember you taking all of the dirty energy out and, like, I would, you know, and then you would put new energy in and I would feel better. I mean, I remember you doing this quite quite a few times.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had already been doing therapeutic touch, go in, um, <laughs> hey. what, acupuncture, acupressure. You know there are a lot of different modalities that, you know, it's out there it's out there and it works. We just need to use it and allow it to work.
1: Wouldn't it be great if just everybody would just kind of go and learn a little bit about healing? I mean, like everybody <laughs> I mean we would have okay. a different a different planet. You
2: know. <laughs> yes we would. Yes, we would. And I mean I'm even seeing, you know, there's some doctors that are now being a little more open to different you know, that they are not the end all be all. And there are some that actually will admit that, you know, I mean we have some wonderful doctors more out in the public that have always admitted that, that they're not the end all be all that there are other things we have to acknowledge being really spiritual beings in physical bodies. Right. We don't have to become water maintenance workers. Yeah. We all have, Our have the own ab- maintenance workers.
1: <laughs> right. We all have the ability. I mean, we're all made up of energy. Well, every, you know, every part of us is made up of energy. We're not solid. Right. Yeah, I mean, We're only we only perceive the beyond. We feel very solid.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad that I have lived through so many different. uh in medicine, you know, I've seen, you know, i worked for a while, and it's really funny, this is a great story. Uh, I worked in actually that oncology floor, which was one of my first more traditional jobs, because I always felt very strongly about where I worked in medicine, because I didn't believe in diseases, so I basically only worked with trauma just because, you know, that was something from outside of us that could affect us. So I usually stayed in orthopedic neurology, something like that. And one of the more traditional jobs I took was actually in oncology. Yeah. And um, I remember working at the Deaconess Hospital. And um, I was there for a couple of years, and I remember a prayer group came in on money uh, movement who had any terrible cancer. People come from all over the world at the Deaconess because they were very good at uh He was really heroics in the oncological skill And I remember this woman had a prayer group one night come. And, you know, doctors, I worked at night, so the prayer group came that evening for hours and they left. And the next morning, the woman felt absolutely wonderful. So, of course, they did x-rays and CTs uh, and I, I was in the nurse's station when this happened. The doctors couldn't find any sign of her tumor. No sign whatsoever. And I remember hearing them say, we must have made a mistake on the original x-rays. <laughs> and then and, and it really clicked. So like, aha, there's definitely more out there, okay? It just made so much sense to me, and and I really felt good because here I was working in a more traditional setting of nursing, and I still found the alternative there, that there was more out there. And I, I'll never forget that to this day, spontaneous remissions. And, you know, when I worked at, at the Deaconess, we did have, I did see three of those. So it was pretty interesting. You know, many people don't see that in their lifetime. So if I truly believe that was one of my lessons.
1: Yeah, that's that's amazing to you know witness something like that. I, I wish more doctors would actually you know be around to witness something like that because I mean, they would be able. to. They didn't know what to do. They were <laughs> right. like, they just wanted to
2: sweep it under the carpet. You know, that's right. like it, like it never happened. You know. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, it's quite amazing. Well, we are at the end of our time today, and um, I just wanted to let everybody know out there, if you're interested in expanding your healing business and or your intuitive skills, you're looking to get out there to more people and you're in the field or looking to start getting into the field, we have a conference call on Monday evening, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this will be uh, for all those that are looking to expand their reach. Um, and you can find the information on the call on my website at NadiaShapiro.com under events. And um, please don't forget about Barbara's website as well, BarbaraWilliamsPhD.com. We've got a lot of great stuff on there. And we um, We always enjoy bringing you guys the latest and greatest information on metaphysical subjects and paranormal subjects. And um, have a wonderful weekend.
2: All right. See you later. (laughs) Bye.
1: (laughs) Keep healing. Yes, keep healing.
0: (laughs) Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carosella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Revolution with Heise Luthmers, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.